Hello, and thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. This podcast is brought to you by SiteGround. SiteGround is known for its quality web hosting services. Learn more about them at SiteGround.com. Welcome to the Geek to English podcast. Each week on the Geek to English podcast, we are going to discuss a different technical topic in plain old English. No unexplained technical terms, no insider jargon, no developer speak. We take the technical and make it easy to understand. We translate geek to English. I use the browser Brave as my primary browser. I do this mainly to block ads and trackers, but one of the side effects of using Brave is that for any given website I visit, I can see how many tracking bugs that site is using to track me around the web. Now, I feel it necessary here to point out that while I do block about 90% of the ads and trackers that I come across, I don't block them on sites that add value to me. If a site gives me value, I have no problem leaving these trackers on. But that's really only about 10% of the sites that I visit on a regular basis. If you really want to track me, give me enough value. If you really want to track me, give me enough value so that it's worth it to me. Okay, back to the topic at hand. These tracking sites aggregate things like my purchases, which sites I visit, what I've clicked on, all of that. After using these sites for a bit, any given site owner pretty much can have a complete profile of me. Advertisers use the reasoning that this allows them to present a more personalized experience, and I'm doing the quotey fingers around personalized, a more personalized experience to users. But in reality, all they care about is being able to show you things that they think you will want to buy based on the facts that they know. Now, I'm not actually against this. I like seeing new things. But there comes a point when my data is more valuable than the value of the personalized experience. Therein lies the rub. These days, data is the currency of the web. The old saying is, if you aren't paying for a service, then you're not the user, you're the product. Is true. But I'm a valuable product, and I need more than an algorithmic, I need more than an algorithmic curated feed in exchange for my value. So, my data has value. When you store my data, you're storing something of value. And when you're storing anything of value, you're responsible for its safekeeping. Now, it doesn't matter if you store all of your customers' credit card numbers written down and stored in a safe, or you store your customers' aggregated data at a third-party site. If you cause it to be stored, you're responsible for the safekeeping of that data. So, by collecting your customer's data, you are potentially exposing yourself to risk. At that point, you have a decision to make. Exactly how valuable is that data to you? Now, I know companies who derive most of their sales from remarketing. Now, with Apple's new attacks, and don't pretend that this first wave of change is all there is, remarketing is going to become much harder. Laws already exist, and new ones are being considered to limit what data a business can collect and how long they can keep it. As these laws become the norm for most of the world, those businesses whose model is based on remarketing are going to find it harder and harder to do business. If you're one of these companies, it's time to reconsider now, not next week, or next month, or next year. 
As the rules continue to change, you need to get out ahead. SiteGround has been providing web hosting solutions for 15 years and has become known for its fast platform, top-notch security, and exceptional customer service. If you've been sitting on a great idea for a personal site, a blog, or an online shop, SiteGround will help you get it started smoothly. If you're a professional building and managing multiple client sites, SiteGround offers a powerful set of tools for collaboration and easy management that will save you work and yet give you plenty of control. Enjoy essential must-haves included for free in all of their plans, like Let's Encrypt SSL, email accounts, CDN, automated daily backups, and so much more. Check them out today at SiteGround.com. So, what is the alternative? Well, in software development, we have a term, YAGNI. You ain't gonna need it. When developers are in the planning stage, we tend to throw all the features we can think of into a project. We shovel features, data, anything we can think of because at some point we might need it. The mark of a good senior developer is that they can look at the big picture, point out data and features and say, Yagni. As a business owner, you need to take a long hard look at the data you're collecting on users and see which pieces you can strike with Yagni. There's a there is a class of data you will always need if the person has made a transaction with you. You'll need to store the data on that transaction according to your local and regional laws. You need to keep it secure, but it is necessary to process the transaction. The rest of the data, though, is what you need to take a long, hard look at. Most people can easily identify information like this. It's things like, is this person left-handed? Does this person prefer bacon or sausage? Does this person speak English or Dutch? Information like this is optional and you need to look very carefully at what you keep or cause to be kept and how long you keep it. Here's the thing. Most people don't really mind being tracked a little. As marketing has gotten more and more technically adept and especially with the introduction of artificial intelligence and machine learning and marketing, tracking has gone from a little to a lot. Most people don't want you to know things like the bacon or sausage unless they tell you that specifically. And even then, they don't want it to become a data point in their global profile. They shared that data with you and only you. Here's the answer. If you want people to visit your site and buy your products, be relevant to them. Create content. Build communities that are relevant to your target buyers. If people find you interesting, they will share your product, your services, your memberships with other people that they like. Yes, you still have to buy ads, but you don't need to track your users across the web like cattle tagged with a GPS device. I'm in the process of building out a new project. Eventually, it will be a subscription site that I'll want people to join. I've made the conscious decision that on this site, I won't have a single tracking pixel. This means no Google Analytics or analytics of any kind other than analyzing my log files. No Facebook pixel, no tracking, no nothing. Not even a pixel on emails to show opens. Now, when I tell people about this, the first thing they ask is, well, how do you know if your ads and emails are successful? Well, that's easy. People are buying things. That's the only metric I care about. Yes, I collect information about my subscribers, but they are aware of exactly what I collect, where it is stored, 
and whom, if anyone, I share it with. It's not my data. I'm just the custodian of it. They own it, and at any point, they can request that it be removed from my system totally. This project has a privacy page that outlines this so that everyone knows beforehand exactly what to expect from this site. Now, will this be a success? Only time will tell. I can tell you, however, that I won't be affected by the next Apple privacy slap or the next GDPR that comes down the pipe. Also, I can't be held responsible for data that I don't collect or cause to be collected. Marketers, if you like GDPR and do not track, then keep aggressively tracking people. It's already possible to block your tracking and work around your anti-blocking technology. On the horizon is technology that just feeds you bad data. Not only do you have to pay to collect this data, but pretty soon it'll be the wrong data. Stop. Think and spend your time and money being relevant to your users and your community. Hey, thanks for listening to the Geek to English podcast. Do me a favor. If you like this episode, find us on your favorite podcasting network and leave us a rating. If there's something we can do better, or if there's a topic you'd love us to cover, drop me an email at cal at geek, the number two, English podcast dot com.